0: Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 out in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, it's another fan episode where we give the mic to a fan, and he is going to represent the fan base and give the fan base's thoughts on a couple of topics and then, of course, sprinkle in his own thoughts on those topics. And what are those topics today? Well, we're going to be looking at the Spurs' upcoming homestand Quick disclaimer, this episode of Lockdown Spurs is recorded before the Spurs took on Houston yesterday. But nevertheless, they got plenty of games at home. We're going to go down those games, see who's coming into San Antonio and ask. The big question is, if they blow it in this homestand, is their season pretty much done? And also be looking at DeJounte Murray and simply ask, is he now just an NBA star? I'm talking about All-Star or MVP, just an NBA star. I'm joined by my good friend and former colleague at my own stomping grounds, Paul Saldana. Paul, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me again. Not a problem, man. I uh, miss working with you, buddy, but, uh, you know, things change, but uh, I'm glad to have you back here on Lockdown Spurs. Uh, you know, it's it's been a while, Paul. How you been?
1: Yeah, it's been uh, good, man. Just, uh, just being a girl dad and Watching this roller coaster season of the Spurs, you know, yet another one for us.
0: What did you think of uh, Dejounte Murray's uh, sneakers dedicated to his daughter? That must have uh, gotten oh, to you a little, a little, a little special for you.
1: Exactly. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, get a pair for me and the little one.
0: <laughs> you can have the initials uh, engraved on there for the little one.
1: That sounds like a good plan, actually. <laughs>
0: To follow up Paul on social media, check out his Twitter page, which is at Paul Sal or P Saldana 52. That's P Saldana 52. Let him know what you think about his takes as he represents the fan base right here on Lockdown Spurs fan episode. Paul, let's dive into it. The Spurs have themselves quite uh the home cooking in the next few days. They got the Rockets yesterday night in San Antonio. But after that, they're they're pretty much in San Antonio for a good chunk of time. Cavs coming to town, Clippers, Suns, Thunder, Nets, 76ers. That's quite a good chunk of games at home. But with the state of their record right now, you know, well under five hundred. technically, Paul, they're not out of the play-in spot. You know, they're still hanging in there. How crucial is this homestand for the Spurs? Because if they blow it, the season could all be over. But if they succeed, you know, thoughts of playing in game is, could still be dancing in their heads.
1: Yeah, Jeff. You know we have um, you know nine of the eleven games in January will be at home with you know just one trip to Houston and one trip to Phoenix in, mixed in there. And mm-hmm. like like you said, you rattled off a bunch of team a bunch of teams winning records. Mm-hmm. We're going to face three teams that are sub 500, and the Clippers are kind of hovering around there. I know they got a a, a come win earlier this week, um, but I mean this yeah, this home stand right here is kind of you know, it might be a make or break for the season because you, they're going to be where the Clippers are hovering around 500. That's basically a playing uh, opponent right there. Mm-hmm. So you got try. You want to try to keep pace, and, and you know the Thompson might be just big plus all the guys. You know, hopefully returning soon from uh, from their COVID protocols because you can tell, you know the roster got was depleted with a bunch of. Uh, New signees that, that they've gotten recently, and especially in you know, the worst times on a road trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, you, I hope by the time everybody's listening to this episode of the on Spurs, they're celebrating a win over Houston. I will be shocked if they lost to Houston, but on paper, Paul, ahead of the game, they should really handle the Rockets. But they got I uh, got the Cavs coming in again, a winnable game. The Clippers, the Spurs show they can beat the Clippers. Uh they proved it uh, recently on the road. The Suns, they proved they can hang with the, the Suns. And then the Thunder, they should beat. But then again, you know, Thunder did beat San Antonio. Nets and then 76ers are likely the two hardest outs on this homestand. It's doable, Paul. And if they do it, they have uh you know dreams of the playing tournament still in their minds. But let's let's talk about the fan base now. You know, there's some fans that are probably saying, hey, we hope. This Spurs team doesn't do well because that means more ping-pong balls. Um, where do fans stand right now at the midway point of the season? Are they still kind of cheering for the ping-pong balls, draft lottery, or pushing for that playing spot?
1: I mean see, I think it's, there's a pretty good split between the, those two outcomes, but I mean, haven't, I feel like they might have won too many games already because the, the, the magic, the, the, the magic, the rockets. And uh, there's a few other teams that are, you know, doing a very good job, you know, not winning games. Where the mm-hmm. Spurs, you know, we've seen them play competitive against some of the, and actually beat some of the the top teams in the in the NBA. So I mean, you can tell this roster they're gonna they're gonna keep fighting. And I mean, I think that plan, think that going to be the right thing to do because never know you're you're one step closer to making that jump. You know, the way the Grizzlies did. And, uh, you know, because they were, you know, Spurs and Grizzlies have pretty much been playing teams for the last couple of years. And, you know, I I think that's I think when you make that, that's that's showing, you know, the progress that we want to see between, you know, up and down the roster. Because, you know, we got a young team and you know I think the more experience, the better. Especially when it comes to high, high situation games, you know, playoff level games.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something that Spurs fans got to keep in mind that at least at the midway point of the season. There are teams that are worse than San Antonio, so they're likely to get more, you know, ch- uh, higher chance at getting that one through five, one through three pick. The Spurs, as of right now, seems like they may get into the top ten, which is still good, but you know, you definitely want top three picks. Here's the thing though, Paul, when I look at this uh, homestand, it, you know, I I look at the sense of like, man, this team can really cause some noise once everybody gets back. Look what they did in that road um you know, long road trip they just finished they nearly beat the nets in their gym they just ran out of gas versus the knicks but they showed a lot of competitive spirit despite losing a lot of their uh, key guys because of the health and safety protocols do, do you expect this team to be really kind of a noisemaker once everybody comes back maybe play the role of spoiler for some of these teams that are looking for playoff positioning
1: I think so. I think you know we we've been seeing that throughout the season. When when we have a healthy roster, you know there's there's good depth. You know the the offense is is you know one of the best in the league at at, at their assists. Uh, you know passing the ball and finding the open man and making shots easier for each other. The the is doing his thing, and you know we, we can see Jakob get to the paint. You know and and Keldon. You know we need to get them to start finishing more maybe get a couple a uh, couple more calls to go away I think that's that's definitely one thing I've noticed this season you know they're not they're definitely not getting those the superstar calls because you know there's not really a superstar on this team yeah but yeah as home stands, with the return of with the return of the of the roster the roster at you know we can i think they can make make some noise because we've seen it it's just a matter of staying off the protocols and you know, that's staying healthy, of course. We're
0: talking with Paul Saldana. He is a Spurs fan right here on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs as he reps the Spurs fan base on a few topics regarding your silver and black. Let's go to look at some of these games individually. We'll skip the Houston game because that happened yesterday night. Spurs, Cavs, how do you think that team, just doing win loss? Spurs getting the W or getting the L?
1: Oh, man. I mean, I, I haven't followed the Cavs too much, but I know they got, you know, there's a difference between picking top where you get a guy like Evan Mobley who can come in, come right in and anchor defense and the pick we got with Primo who still shows a lot of potential. But, I mean, I would have to say the Cavs, unfortunately.
0: Wow, you're starting off with a hot take there. Spurs fans, well,
1: they, go ahead. No, I'm saying, this, you know, the size of Mobley and Allen, you know, all the Spurs really have size-wise is total. Is so you know, there's a it's going to be hard. That's that's one thing you notice throughout the season too. The size really seems to get to them when when Jakob's off the floor, and you know he he can't play 48 minutes.
0: No, no, he can't. You know, uh, big teams usually give the Spurs problems, or if they're small teams, is usually they play uh, downhill a lot. That's what you saw versus mm-hmm. the Knicks, uh, for example. Um, so starting off with a L for the Spurs after the Rockets game. I'm going to go with the W for San Antonio. I think if, if you're going to see some guys coming back off the COVID protocols, I think that should be enough to beat the Cavs. Let's go with the uh, next game here, Spurs Clippers in San Antonio. Spurs got the uh, win over LAC recently this L- uh, this uh, season, Paul. How do you think tonight's game or that game goes? First, fans, you've been hearing me tell you about Price Picks for months. Have you signed up yet? Well, if you haven't, now is the perfect time. For a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive no brainer of an offer for all our users. Users get $50 free. That's right, $50 free if a player in, in your first Price Pick entry scores one single point that easy. But you got to use code NBA. That's right, this is an exclusive offer available to locked on fans only who use code NBA price picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market price picks offers more NBA prompts than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. It also offers any prop you can think of on points, assists, rebounds, threes made, etc. You pick 2-5 to five players, and over and under, and the projections, you can win up to 10 times on an entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks allows mixed sports entries. For example, you can take the over on Embiid combined with the under on Rodgers in the same entry. It's that easy, folks. It takes all but 30 seconds to make selections. Use the award-winning winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to PrizePix right now. That's pricepicks.com today or go to your app store and download the app. All users that deposit and use promo code NBA get $50 free in their first price pick entry that scores a single point. That's right. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first price pick entry scores a single point. Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. I
1: think, I think that game, that's a, that's a higher you know, probability for, for a win for the Spurs there. You know, that, that Clippers roster is, you know, pretty depleted. Some of those guys are like, wait, who's this guy? And, of course, I mentioned their two big guns in and, and George and, and Leonard. So, but they're not, like I said, the size is what worries me. And, you know, the Clippers' size isn't, we've seen it, the Spurs can handle with them because they like to play a, a small ball lineup as well.
0: So you're going with the Clippers or
1: the Spurs? I'm going Spurs on that one.
0: All right, so Paul has them at one. Well, again, we're ignoring the Rockets game because that's already happened. So Paul has them at one one. I'm going to go, I'm going to go two oh. I think they're going to be two oh. And again, all this depends. And I think this qualifies for you too, Paul, if they get guys back from the health and safety protocols. Uh, if Kelden and Derek and Vassell are back, yeah, for sure. I think that makes a world of difference. Let's go to the next game Spurs Suns in San Antonio. How does that one go down, Paul?
1: No. The Spurs have they played them tough so far. I think I think this is the one where like we said, they're gonna make a lot of noise, they're gonna mess up, you know, get get I think this is the one they can and pull off. Because the last two games versus the Suns. They've been right there. And you know, I think if, as long as everyone's back, you know, they can definitely hang with them. We've seen it. I think I think this is I got a two one. So I'm gonna far. go
0: with first I'm gonna go with my first loss for win. me. I think this is where the Spurs lose this one. I think the Suns are just too much. Um you know i think the, the suns you know nearly lost that game to san antonio out in their gym i think they get the w tonight booker you know eighten again they got the nice one two punch eight another big that can definitely cause problems for san antonio uh jock landale you know is kind of coming back down to earth a little bit especially on the defensive end that's where they need the most help so uh, i'm going to go with uh spur i'm sorry suns on this one so i got them at uh as a right again skipping the rockets game i got them at 2 and 1 and Paul, you have them at what, two and one as well?
1: Two and one as well. Yes. All right.
0: All right, let's go to the next game. A Spurs Thunder. Thunder beat the Spurs earlier this season. How does that one go down?
1: Oh, my God. Talk about a headache team, the Thunder. But I mean, on paper, you know, with everyone healthy, the Spurs, you know, should handle that that Thunder roster. They're, they're going to be tough. You know, it seems like they always play tough against the Spurs, but that should be one of the hopefully easier wins this stretch.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Spurs on this one, too. I think the Spurs get the W over the hapless OKC Thunder. Now the two big boys. Uh start with the first one, Spurs-Nets. Homecoming for LMA and uh, Patty Mills. That should be a very emotional night. Ah. See, the Spurs took the Nets to OT in Brooklyn. Uh, how do you think tonight's game goes? Oh, or that game goes down, uh, Paul
1: yeah, I mean, it's so crazy that it's depleted roster, and they you know they gave Brooklyn everything they can handle up there. Well, you know, you know how the nuts are on the road, they get their their third, their third big gun back. so we've seen Kyrie light it up at the AT & T Center, so uh I think that that might be another loss because you can't stop Durant and you know and you know Patty Mill's back home, LaMarcus back home. You know, I think I think that's going to be one of the tougher games and most likely an, uh, another L.
0: I'm going to go with you uh, as well. I'm going to go with an L for the Spurs on this one. Um snets are just too much. You know, even if it's a close game, they just got more talent to overcome that uh, situation that they might find themselves against San Antonio. And finally, Spurs Sixers. The last time the Spurs Sixers played, this would be the final meeting, by the way, between them two. Uh, the Sixers just uh, thrashed them. I mean, just curb stomped them. Uh, that is the final game of that home stand for San Antonio. How do you think that game goes down?
1: Oh, well, back to my uh, size difference, you know. Joel Embiid, one of the biggest, baddest dudes in the in the league right now. So, you know, hard to hard to pick against him, especially against uh, a Spurs team that you know just can't match up with the the Sixers' size down low to to help contain him. So, uh, you know, that's going to be another that, that might be another L for the Spurs there. Man. Spurs
0: fans are not liking all these L's. Yeah, I'm going to go with an L2. I think the Spurs dropped that game. So, do, just like kind of this quick, you know, rundown, I think I have the Spurs at, let's see, one, two, two, and one, three, and one, three, and five. Is that what you have it for you two?
1: I think so, yeah. We're pretty much match- matching up now.
0: Matching up now. Three, and five. Okay, so. Is is that? Would you consider that a successful homestand if it pans out that way?
1: Um, I think so because I mean, if, if if they're able to flip some of those uh, some of those losses, you know, those are some of the top teams. I mean, like we said, if if they if the guys are off the protocols, we're at home, so don't don't rule out the loss, but or don't you know don't you know it's not a full loss, but, but they can they can you know maybe maybe they they catch one of the player catches fire. And uh, helps carry them over the you know over over the finish line to a win.
0: So I right. think, yeah, three
1: and five. Anything anything better than that, if they can somehow go uh, four and four or better, then yeah, that that's definitely a win.
0: All right, now it's time for you, Spurs fans, to chime in. Uh, and what do you think about this homestand? How do you predict it'll go down? We gave us we just gave you our wins and loss uh, predictions. We want to hear from you. Let me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs and let Paul know at P Saldana 52. Let us know right now. Paul, let's shift to our next topic here. And that's DeJounte Murray. You've been kind of chopping at the bit. You've been wanting to talk about DeJounte. You got some wild comparison that you want to throw out here. So let's just start it off here. Let's start off with your thoughts and the fan base's thoughts. Actually, let's flip it. Let's do the fan base's thoughts first. Do the Spurs Ooh. fans consider DeJounte Murray an NBA star? Just one of those. Young stars that are playing on the court right now.
1: I mean, I, I think definitely he's a, he's definitely a rising star in the league right now. You've seen we've, we've seen his growth over the season, over the over the seasons, and this year, you know, he's got the keys to the to the franchise, and you know, he's you can tell he's giving it his all at night in, night out. But some nights, you know, he just doesn't have the the you know other big guns to to help him get get bring home more wins for us, but. He's definitely a rising star. You we've seen the stat his stat line, um, you know, eighteen, eight, nine, two steals, two turnovers. That's 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 some quality basketball being played by Dejounte this year, and it, it it he's definitely got a I think a decent shot at uh getting an All Star nod if there's a bunch of guys who who drive, you know, a couple guys that drop out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and what about what about you? I think you pretty much summed it up. I think you, on a personal level, think he is a NBA star, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. His uh, his defense is just the dude will, will pick your pocket. You know, any, anybody you see him, you can he'll line up in front of anybody on the perimeter, and and you know you like you like your chances when Dejounte is guarding him, and uh, you know he's just stretch Armstrong. He, you know, he's he can kind of do it all on the defensive end, and offensively, just the uh, you know leaps and bounds. Uh, you know this season, but uh, you can tell the the bigger workload with you know lo- no Lamarcus, no uh, Demar around. The bigger workload can kind of tire him out at the end, and um, you know we just I think it, to help that out, you know we can if we can see him get some of those star calls. That that's that that'll be the the big key. If he gets those star calls, driving to to the paint, getting drawing more fouls, get those free throws up from I think he's about. Uh, about two, two a game or so like let's get those up a little more and get a couple star calls and we'll definitely be a, a star in the league that'll be that'll be the first thing you know it's
0: that time of year again and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season as always been online your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. And take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Ben online, your online sportsbook experts use promo code Locked On. Now, you you had something interesting to tell me a few days ago regarding how you view Dejounte Murray and comparing him to another good NBA point guard that is just maybe never found his, I guess, the team to land with to uh, really make a push for a championship. Explain to me what you mean when you said you may look at that. You, Paul Sardania, look at Dejounte Murray as another Mike Conley.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we saw Mike Conley kind of come in the league as a you know young point guard with a veteran lineup around him, and uh, and you know you can you you can tell he kind of struggled to get to, to find his footing, and you know and find his shot. But you know it took it took it takes a little longer for these point guards to develop. And, you know, if, if DeJounte can have like a, a career, you know, uh, like Mike Conley, you know, that, that's a pretty good success for the franchise. Cause I mean, he was, you know, beloved in Memphis and, and now he's on a team full of, uh full of uh, some all-stars in the Gobert and uh, Gobert and Mitchell. And, you know, he's running that and look at, look where Utah has been since he's been there, you know, top definitely top of the league and, you know, uh, just that, that floor general who can play some defense and, and shoot the ball when, when needed. You know, uh, you know there's, a, there's definitely, like, kind of overlapping career arcs between Mike Conley and, and DeJounte.
0: Let me give you another question here, and it's not to catch you off guard here, but what do you think DeJounte will rank or ranks right now as far as Spurs' great point guards? You got, Tim, you got uh, Tony Parker. You got Johnny Moore. Uh, Avery Johnson. DeJounte Murray, you know, where do you think he ranks or is it too early to, uh, to tell?
1: I think it's still too early. Um, you know, he's every, you know, since, he came, since he joined the team, you know, he had, the, he had all the vets around him and then he had the one injury year and I think, you know, the next couple years, you know, starting now and you know, let's give him another three, four, five, see how this next contract plays out. Uh, I think we'll have a better understanding on, you know, where he's going to fit in in the pecking order of a uh, Spurs points guard because, but he's definitely, he's definitely rising. He's showing he can, he can do it on both ends of the court. So mm-hmm. he has it, he has a chance at, you know, being one of the best. If, you know, he can get some, get some help and just, you know, stay consistent.
0: You know, you gotta, want, you know, you know, he, he's racking up triple doubles. He's nearly averaging a triple double for the season right now. I mean, he just wanted one or two off from assist and rebounds, you know, double mm-hmm. figure scoring. You know, he's those triple doubles. I, I, I he's joining rare air among Spurs franchise players who've done that. I think it's what Alvin Robertson and, and David Robinson that have done something. What he's doing, do you think that's going to bump him up, uh, uh, placing him among the great Spurs point guards when it's all said and done?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, that'll, um, that'll definitely help give him a, a bump because, you know, it's a nice, it's, uh, the numbers. You know, stand out, but you know what stands out more is you know bringing the championships home. So yeah, I think we obviously put Tony Parker as the, the you know the best point guard in the franchise that played for the franchise, and uh, you know, but but whenever you get you fill up the stat sheet that like Dejounte can, um, you know, you're definitely gonna you know get the the love and praise and respect from the Spurs fans and you know uh, NBA fans you know all over. All right.
0: So well, I guess uh, Paul's going to take a wait and see approach. What do you think Spurs fans would say to that question? Do you think they'll agree that he's already up there among the best, or do you think Spurs fans will say, "No, nah, let's just wait and see how his career continues"?
1: Well, like uh, you know, the, the new, the younger fans will probably believe. You know, yeah, he's you know he's filling up the stat sheet. He's doing this. You know, he's pulling out triple doubles, uh, telling the Celtics to get off my court. <laughs> uh, you know, I think. I think, you know, so younger fans, you know, see that, you know, they love him. you know, get, you know, the older fans, you know, get, you know, showing, showing that, Hey, this guy's tough, you know, Mm -hmm. wants to win with this franchise. But, uh, um, I mean, I think, yeah, I think the wait and see might be the, might be the right approach right now. It's, it, he just got the keys to the franchise. Let's give him let's give him these, uh, 82 games this season and see how, see how it goes from there.
0: He is Paul Saldana representing the Spurs fan base right here on this fan episode of Locked On Spurs. Paul, you know, before I let you go, I just want to give you, I want to get your quick thoughts on this. Um, so, Joe Wieskamp, I had a chance to talk with him recently, and uh, he told me that he looks to Doug McDermott as his mentor, a guy to look up to. I think that's the right path for him, seeing how McDermott has carved himself a nice little career in the NBA.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, um, both are, you know, really long, uh, you know, r- rangy players who can, you can shoot the lights out. And, you know, you see McDermott with the move without the ball, you know, it's something, you know, all players can benefit from. And especially when you're a dangerous shooter like that, um, McDermott's, you know, one of the best and, the, in, in the you know, just cutting to the rim without the ball. And, you know, he's, he's big and long can get, get a nice, a nice layup or, uh, pop it out for, for three. And, you know, that's definitely something you know, this roster is missing, um, Right, right now because you know the half the teams in protocols. Yeah, but that's you know that's a good that's a good vet for for Camp to 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 follow because you know McDermott's carved out a pretty good NBA career so far, and you know, let's see what he can do here in, with the silver and black. Do
0: mm-hmm. you, you think Spurs fans uh, forget about Wieskamp, Camp because it's all about Primo, Primo, Primo? You know he was part of the Primo class draft class.
1: Yeah, I mean honestly, yeah, yeah I forgot about him until. Uh, he took the floor. He's been taking the floor these last couple of days. Like, oh yeah, that's the other rookie. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, second rounder. He doesn't get the you know the love the love that the you know the lotto pick primo got. But I mean, you can tell both of them are out there. That those uh those t- those games up in Austin, you, you know, definitely paid off for them to kind of come out and and step into the big boy minutes. And I mean, you can tell they they were they you know they fought, but you know this the roster was just too depleted
0: yeah yeah hey and and good for them are taking advantage of these nba minutes too because more than likely when everybody gets back you're going to start seeing uh, them go back to the Austin spurs whether it be we's camp or primo well primo is going popovich all but said it already the moment everybody gets back healthy primo's going back to austin you're likely to see you know we Camp do the same and maybe jock did the same we forget he's a rookie too um Paul, you know, Jock Lando is a NBA NBA rookie, not necessarily rookie in the sense that he's never played basketball just out of college because he did play pro ball before coming to San Antonio. But for NBA purposes, he is a rookie. All right, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about the Spurs? Uh, well, their current homestand. Is this a make or break for the team? Do you want them to break so you can get more lottery balls? Or do you want them to make it so they can make it into the playing tournament? And what do you think about DeJounte Murray? Is he just, or has he made it to NBA star level? You heard Paul, what he had to say, what he thinks the fan base says. Once again, Paul, tell everybody they can chat with you regarding your takes right here on Lockdown Spurs.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm uh, on Twitter often. It's my name, P. Saldana52. I'm always down for a fun Spurs chat. And uh, yeah, this, this homestand is going to be a, a crucial one if the Spurs want to keep pacing that in the playing tournament and uh wouldn't even mention you know nba all-star Demar Derozan coming back during this uh
0: oh that's right so. good good point yeah that's gonna be another emotion. And by the way he is just lighting it up isn't he i mean
1: geez. definitely
0: yeah, yeah and think about it too, looking real good yeah mvp uh consideration um you know he pretty much did what he's doing right now in in san antonio with chicago but he's just he's upping his game a little bit more he's being more clutch he was starting to get more clutch in san antonio he was really shedding that reputation he had uh he was the go-to guy for san antonio but hey You know, he got groomed by Popovich for a little while, and he's openly admits that Pop made him a better player. So, once again, Spurs doing right by former players. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. The list goes on and on. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now, look, the uh, Spurs just finished playing against the Rockets. You want to hear what the Rockets side of things and how that game went down? Check out Lockdown Rockets and subscribe to it right now. So for Paul Saudania, I am Jeff Garcia, we're gonna put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.